page. What you doing? Subscribing to Bark Box. Oh, is that the one where the puppers get a monthly box full of toys and treats? Also, doesn't charge you more for having a bigger dog so that each pup gets the size of treats and toys that they need? Yeah, that's the one, Sam. And did you know that if you use our link, BarkBox.com forward slash M3 True Crime Pod, you'll get a whole ass month free. Let us help you spoil the shit out of your puppers. Hi, listeners of M-Cubed. Murder, mystery, and mayhem. We're friends of the pod. Allow us to introduce ourselves. I'm Beth. And I'm Bailey. And we, we are, are True Crime b and We do a podcast every week. We release on Fridays. And every week we'll bring to you two different true crime stories. First we'll bring you a disturbing story. And then one that will hopefully uplift your spirits a little bit. We'd love to have you listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, so join us every week on Friday. Find us anywhere you find your podcasts on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, I don't know anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and also you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at True Crime BNB. Did we even mention that we're mom and daughter? No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you join our crime family. Bye. Bye. Hey Sam. Hey Paige. What you doing? Not staying in an Airbnb with a floating ghost girl. Oh, why not? Because they need to have their fucking feet on the ground. <laughs> Dragging them? No! No! <laughs> Planted. Like, walking like people that are alive. Dude. That's, that's not creepier? No. Oh, wow. That seems a little bit more creepy. No. Get your salt gun out. Could do that. Anyways, besides that, what you doing? We're recording a podcast. And what's that podcast called? MQ. Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem. Motherfucker. So the ad that you heard at the beginning of the episode is from our friends at True Crime BNB. Beth and Bailey, my favorite bees. <laughs> I think they're going to be the spooky bees. <laughs> the spooky bees. <laughs> cases a week uh, and then sometimes throw in a, a 1B. Yeah, a 1B. Yeah, they um, normally post on Fridays mm-hmm. and then every now and then you'll get a bonus. But yeah, they are awesome. They tell a um, bad true crime story. Not bad true crime story, but true crime story with a not great ending mm-hmm. and then a true crime story with a better ending. Yeah. And we love them. Yes. And you should listen to them because you will love them. You really will. Also, hit them up on Instagram. Why? Because it's lit. (laughs) Do we have updates? Updates. Uh, We have Wyoming. We have Wyoming. We do. So we're down to four states that we don't have any episodes in. See, no, it didn't hurt that bad, did it, Wyoming? Waiting for Are an you answer. expecting them to answer? <laughs> <laughs> now, Alaska? Just come on. Yep. Bend over. Ooh. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> There's North Dakota. North Dakota. Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. Oregon? Oregon. Yep. 
there was the and ones... we've been talking about Oregon a lot lately. Yeah, we have. Listen, we have been showing you all kinds of love. Love us back. Or just download one episode. I'm down. <laughs> just... Down to clown. Wait, what? Page. <laughs> no, so we're we're down we're down to just four. So that's four really states exciting. to go. We're not quite to that full fifty there, but uh, and a whole month after my birthday. But it it it's fine. It's fine, guys. Just it's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. We did get another rating, but not um, a comment. Where was it? On Apple. Ooh. Apple Podcast. Hell yeah. <gasps> oh. Oh, what? We did get a new review. <gasps> we did? Yes. What is it? Five stars. Woo! From Roxy Zeb. Z-E-V-E. Nice. I need to get back up here. From Roxy Zeb, <laughs> Z-E-V-E. And she put five stars. Hell yeah. Thanks, Thank Roxy. You. That's awesome. That is awesome. You want a shout out? Go rate us. Bishes. <laughs> Bishes. I was trying to think. There was a stupid story I wanted to share. Which I don't remember. And I'm going to have to start writing this shit down. Because my kids nope. keep me on my toes. Constantly. Which is why I haven't been able to go into, like, deep dives of any cases lately, because soccer season. <laughs> soccer season. Yeah, that's, that's, all, all the moms with multiple children in, in sports, you, you feel my pain. There's no time for anything outside of sports or sanity. Like, you have none. No sanity. Mm-hmm. Nope. And then if you are a coach on top of that for the rec league, it's even more interesting. For real. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. More power to you. I don't know if I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> or at least not two, two teams at one time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. I might be slightly insane at that point, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's fine. Deciding to start a full-time job. Her eye just switched. Yeah. Just so you all know. Full-time job. Coach to two rec league teams. Also, oldest kid in school sports. I'm fine. <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, I'm not fine. It, but it'll be fine. After this week, the oldest one will be done with with their stuff. But then I have, like, most of next month for the two smaller ones. So maybe one day after all the sports i'll do another massive deep dive and we'll have a good time yeah <laughs> we'll see if i survive till the end right. <laughs> well i'm going to new mexico yes when you this, are when this airs i'll be in new mexico hopefully i will survive as well you will you're fine i've been watching tiktoks about albuquerque should not have done that you really shouldn't <laughs> No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I've got my birdie. You do have your birdie. Tell them about your birdie. (laughs) (laughs) So, we won a birdie on Instagram. We entered in with What Cries Out podcast. You should go listen to them as well. 
but yeah, and they sent us this little alarm system that like hooks to your keys Mm -hmm. and you just, it's like this little itty bitty, it's not the size of um, like a vape. Mm -hmm. It's that small. And you hook it to your keys and you can pull the top off of it and it's a strobe light, a strobing light and an alarm. And it is pretty damn loud. It is. It was scared. (laughs) It made all the kids jump. (laughs) I mean, it's pretty cool. It is. So, yeah. So, I have the birdie. The birdie. I will definitely be taking that with me. Oh, absolutely. I did did look into their website, and there is, um, so that one's the basic uh, model, and then there's another model that's a little bit more expensive, and it does have, like, a monthly fee. Yeah. But that one does like gps and a few other things that go along with it so okay go check them out (laughs) i'll put the link down below we and we don't we they don't sponsor us no we no we have no affiliation we just want a random (laughs) random giveaway but hey we're open to it birdie hey birdie script for it. I was going in thinking, you know what, I'm going to do two Milk Carton Chronicles because we haven't done them in a while, except for the one from from last week, and Mm -hmm. I like doing them. Yeah. I ended up just doing one, but it also has like a small story that's attached to it. Okay. So, it is what it is. Uh, (laughs) But I did what we normally do, and that's to go to the Charlie Project for ideas. Yes. They are amazing. They really are. Go donate, share. Yes. Do all of those things. Mm Mm-hmm. And also, because we don't have North Dakota yet, I figured we would do one from there. Probe ya. We'll do the thing. <laughs> Are you becoming like me? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just fidgety. I would like to start doing more uh, cold cases or missing persons cases. And if you happen to have any cases that you would like us to cover, let us know. Because... Uh, that's what we did with the Katrina Mallory case. And I know a lot of our cases are filled with our dumbassery, but when it's specifically, uh, I don't know. Like with, with Katrina's case, our dumbassery was pretty much held off until the end with our normal dumbassery. <laughs> so it wasn't sprinkled in with the with the, the actual case itself. But anyway, I don't know. I, I just, I want to do them more. So I need more ideas. So I need you. <laughs> Help me. I love how you're staring at me. It's great. It makes me feel so uh, comfortable. <laughs> Where would you like me to stare? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just letting you get through what you're trying to get through. I don't even know what the fuck I'm trying to say at this point. That we do take cases seriously. We do. We just don't want to leave you on a low note. We want to leave you on a high note. But we try not to fuck up the cases in the meantime with our stupid comments. That. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Great we, summary. We do we do have stupid ass comments. But we we also know that this is important. Mm-hmm. It's very important. It is. And we want their voices heard and we want it to be taken seriously. Yes. To all of those things. See page there's a reason we do this together. <laughs> but we stupid sometimes. We do be stupid. Uh, 
dumbassery RS. So like I said, we don't have North Dakota. So I went in and I specifically looked for a male case because I feel like we tend to find females. Females. That's so all crazy. The time. Yeah. So I Is this inspired by Sam? No. Oh. It's just a random thought that I had. <laughs> oh, well, Sam, she just did her last episodes mm-hmm. were male cases because she said that, you know, it's not just females and children that go missing. Male, men do, too. Yeah. Well, this it, it's funny. It actually turned out to be a male child, but I didn't know that when I was looking at the names. I just found, I saw a male name. Mm-hmm. I clicked on it. I was like, okay, we can do this one. Right. I will try to find more adult males that have gone missing and try to highlight their cases as well. When I get Maine done... That's one. So in searching on this case here, I found a news article, and I'll link that down below, but it was released February of this year. And it said that more than 600,000 people go missing each year, and 4,400 unidentified bodies are recovered. Dang. Those are insane numbers. Yes. And I can't fathom how many people that actually is. Uh, no. No. So maybe if we're able to highlight at least some of them, get their faces and their names and their stories out, maybe their families can get some type of closure after all these years. Yes. Like I said earlier, I will warn you that this case does involve a child. There's no crazy specific details or anything of the sort, but it does involve a child. So if this is not your cup of tea, feel free to skip to the end for... More dumbassery. Anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, I've decided to do a little game with Sam at the end of this, so. No, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Um, it's not a hard game, I promise. <laughs> okay. This boy's name is John Henry Jacobson. He was an adorable five-year-old boy. In 1996 is when he disappeared. He was described as a Caucasian male, light brown hair, blue eyes. He was four foot eight and weighed about 75 pounds. He was last seen wearing a hunter green winter coat with the blue cuffs. And he was last seen in a gray Honda Civic that has since been found. He was actually found the next day. His mother also went missing with him. Her name was Sandra. She was described as a Caucasian female with brown hair and green eyes. Sandra wears glasses and her ears are pierced. Her nickname is Sandy. She was last seen wearing a blue sweatshirt, blue jeans, brown lace-up boots, and a blue down-filled jacket. I think she may have liked blue. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> it is listed under her under medical conditions that Sandra had been showing signs of mental illness prior to her prior to her disappearance. Oh, no. And I'll go into that just a little, uh, or in just a minute. And at the time of her disappearance, she was 37 years old. Show. On November 15, 1996, Sandra had made plans to go to her mother's house for dinner. Well, her parents' house. Not just her mother's, but her parents' house. Before she got there, though, she had made a kind of frantic phone call to the Bismarck Police Department. And it's slightly confusing, but essentially she made a complaint that there was there were sat- satanic rituals being performed that involved abuse on a farm near Center, North Dakota. And so the dispatcher or whoever answered that phone call and was talking to her, they asked her why she didn't report this to Center. 
and she explained to them that she just didn't trust them, so she chose to call Bismarck instead. Sandra and John finally made it to Sandra's mother's house around 7.30 that night, and she must have still been frantic because her mother had convinced Sandra to let her take her to the hospital. So she was going to take Sandra to the hospital, get checked out, make sure everything was okay. And Sandra apparently agreed to this, but she's like, but before we go, I just need to go get some gas. I just need to fill up my car. So her mom's like, okay, meet me back here. We'll go to the hospital. All will be well. She leaves the house with John, and that was the last time that they were seen. Sandra's mother ended up reporting them missing at 10 p.m., just two and a half hours after they arrived at her home. This case is a little weird. It's a little weird. But Sandra's car, the Honda Civic, was found the following day. It was in a parking lot at Centennial Beach, which is near the Missouri River. When they found the car, the door was wide open, the keys were in the ignition, and Sandra's purse and all of her belongings were in the passenger seat. There were no signs of Sandra or John. There was no sign of them anywhere. There was no sign of foul play. There was there was nothing. So all they have is this this vehicle that was wide open and nothing. And her wallet was still in there. Mm-hmm. So they did uh, search the river and the riverbed and all of that, but they didn't really find anything because shortly after that there was some severe weather and crazy currents that popped in. So I don't know, like they just they just couldn't find anything. They did end up finding a shoe that the police believed that could be John's, but Sandra's family did not believe that was the case. And like I said, there was there was a history of mental illness with Sandra. <laughs> I really don't like phrasing it that way. I don't I don't know how to phrase it in a way that doesn't sound like I'm being condescending ass. But she was going through some things and I think it was a norm maybe not normal. I guess it was a frequent enough occurrence that her mother felt comfortable talking to her about going to the hospital. But I think you get the picture. I was curious about Sandra's husband or children's father. So, of course, (laughs) we're going to dig a little bit further into that. John's father and Sandra's second husband. I say this because she had been married once before, and he was also interviewed. John's father's name was Alan Jacobson. And they had separated only three months prior to Sandra and John's disappearance. So, <laughs> was she not handling it well? Um, I don't, she thought they were going through a divorce proceedings, but I'll, I'll get that. I'll get there in just a second. Okay. No, I don't, I don't think she was handling it very well, but she had managed to get her own place mm-hmm. in Center, uh, North Dakota, and like she had a decent relationship with her parents. She even had her oldest child, which was 16 at the time. His name was Spencer. He was living with her as well. So it seemed that she was able to function, for lack of better words, and take care of the kids and things like that. But then I got, I I was curious, like, how far is Bismarck from from Center? So I did my Googling. Um, Found out it was only, it's only 41 minutes apart. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what would make her think there was satanic rituals that were caused that were having to do with abuse in center wait what yeah that's at the beginning she made a phone call to the police department oh yeah yeah i'm very confused about the timeline here because they did their normal day-to-day stuff 
They had made plans to go to Grandma's house for dinner, but before she gets there, she makes a police. Uh, she makes a phone call to the Bismarck Police Department. Mm-hmm. Complains about the satanic rituals happening in Center, but nothing ever comes of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I, the whole thing is very confusing to me. I don't know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so she drove from Center to Bismarck to to visit her family. So it took forty one minutes to get there. Yeah. I mentioned this a minute ago, but the Charlie Project made a, a point to point out that Sandra believed that she was in the process of a divorce. Or mm-hmm. in, the pr- yeah, in the process of a divorce. And I thought that was a bit odd because, like, wouldn't you know if you were going through a divorce? Like, you would have paperwork and everything. Yeah. From what I gather, Alan told her that they were in the process of a divorce, that he was starting it. And she just believed him. So she was very anxious about the divorce and also the inevitable custody battle. Hmm. But after doing a little bit of investigating, the police department found that there was no complaints for divorce filed with the courts. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Which I found exceedingly odd. Yeah, because she, like, moved out and got her own place and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and she worked for, like, the state's Department of Transport or something like that, too. So it's like, it, she had a steady job. Mm-hmm. She was stable. It's just, this whole thing doesn't make any sense to me. When Alan was interviewed by the police, he initially didn't say anything about a divorce, mm-hmm. any divorce proceedings. But I guess it was brought up by Sandra's family. And that's when they did a little bit more digging. Um, because it was just odd that he didn't specify that they were, he, he told them that they were separated, but not anything further. Yeah, that's weird. It's odd. So, obviously, (laughs) the police have to look into the spouse, because that's the first logical step. Alan stated that he was on a business trip to Missouri during the time of his wife and son's disappearance, from the 16th to the 18th. They disappeared on the 16th. According to the Charlie Project, the police have never been able to fully confirm his alibi. Really? Yes. And they also stated that he was not completely cooperative in the investigation. So they had asked for DNA, a DNA sample, and he refused to do so, which I thought was also kind of odd. And also he tried to tell them that they were, he and Sandra were trying to reconcile, and they started counseling, which, if true, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Good for them. But there's no records of that ever happening. Just like there's no records of the divorce. Mm-hmm. Or his business trip. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Suspicious. The timeline on this is a little weird. Any news article I found on them, it was essentially just the same information over and that over. the, the mm-hmm. Charlie Project had. But at some point after Sandra and John went missing, Alan went to Sandra's home and removed a ton of their belongings. And by there, I mean John and Sandra's. Because he didn't live there. But also, the police never searched the home, neither before or after he removed things. Why not? I don't know. So they think that she just had a psychotic break and then went into the river with her son? Uh-huh. That's, that is one of the theories. Her family said that Sandra kept a very detailed journal. Mm-hmm. It's not there. That was never recovered. So that's odd all in itself. Another odd random detail... Alan had Sandra's wedding rings, but Spencer, the 16-year-old, recalls seeing the rings in a container either shortly before or after they 
his mother disappeared. Mm-hmm. So I think the question is, did she have them on? And if she did, did whoever do what they did to her, did they take the rings? Or did he get the rings after he took shit out of their house? He would be really stupid mm-hmm. to keep the rings if he took them off of her. But he had them. But would he do something to his son? Does he, is the... They, see, the oldest son is not his. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, his blood. blood. Yeah. Would he do that to you? I don't know. I didn't... Unfortunately, I don't have a whole lot of information about him, which bothers me a little bit, because I feel like I need to know more. About six months after their disappearance, there was a shoe that was found on the riverbed. Another shoe? A different shoe? A different shoe. Alan was like, oh yeah, I think this might be John's. But his grandmother and his older brother, Spencer, is like, no, that's way too big to fit John's foot. Yeah. And I don't even recognize this foot. Like, this shoe. I don't... It's not his. Right. Kind of back to square one again. And then another line of investigation that the police followed was Sandra's ex-husband, Vern. I guess they checked her call record, her phone records or whatever. And they saw that she had called him at some point the day of her disappearance. But he didn't answer the phone. And the records kind of reflect that. Anyway, so when he was when he was interviewed by the police, he had told them that during their marriage, Sandra had been obsessed with the thought of the end of the world or end times, like very, I don't know, apocalypse type thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they had actually made a pact to jump off the memorial bridge together if there were signs that the the end of the world was coming. Really? Okay. And that happened to be near where her car was parked. But Vern also said that later on, Sandra decided that suicide was a terrible idea because it would condemn the victim's soul to walk the earth forever and never enter heaven. Right. So that, again, that doesn't make sense. If that's how she felt, then why would she do that? Why would Vern even offer up that information? Oh, I don't know. But he passed a polygraph uh, test and he was never considered a suspect. Yeah, but that's just the weird shit that, why would you even bring that up? Uh, probably because she had believed that th- that stuff and they had asked how their relationship was. I think I would leave that part out, though. Maybe. It is what it is. I mean, he wasn't, I, I mean, I, obviously I don't think that it was him. In 2005, though, Vern was a victim of, in a homicide. Oh, no. Uh, he, was, he was run over by his own vehicle and left to die on a maintenance road north of Tuttle, North Dakota. Really? Mm-hmm. His murder remains unsolved. There's no indication that Vern's death is connected to the disappearance of Sandra and John. It is odd, though. Very, very odd. So, how far away are the cases? 96? And 2005. And 2005, so nine years. Yeah. There was, uh, there was a random tip, apparently, that was like, oh, I saw Sandra and John out in some place in, in North Dakota, and the police checked it out, and it was not them. Bullshit. That's what, when I was doing that case about the missing girls, mm-hmm. there was a million tips. Yeah. It's crazy how many people send in tips that are just false. It's 
what's worse is the tips didn't start coming in until after a reward. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So at this point, both of those cases are unsolved, specifically for Sandra and John's case. There is no evidence that anyone was involved in their disappearance, nor is there evidence that Sandra did anything to create their disappearance. There's no physical evidence at all to help guide them in, in the direction for the, an investigation. So there's a couple of theories, obviously. Okay, let's hear the theories. Only you've already pointed them out, but <laughs> there's there's the theory that possibly Alan was involved with both. I don't know about that one, but but just think if he was involved, mm-hmm. allegedly if he was involved with his wife and his son. Mm-hmm. And he was involved in firms. That's nine years. What else has he done in those nine years? I mean, really? I don't know. Probably a lot of shit. I need to look him up and see more information on him. I mean, if. Well, I don't know. There's there's no indication that, that he was involved. But, I mean, it's not like the, the police can verify his whereabouts at that time. But it's, it's yeah, that. And it's really weird. That they go missing, and then he mysteriously gets ran over by his own vehicle. Mm -hmm. That's really weird. Yeah. And then there's also the theory that she had a breakdown Mm -hmm. and jumped off the bridge with her son. Which she does have mental... Mental health issues. Yes. But at the same time, though, she seemed to be cognizant enough to, like, talk it out with her mom Mm -hmm. right, right before they disappeared. It, it just doesn't, it doesn't add up for me. And why would she leave the door open in her, for her vehicle? I don't know. Well, I mean, if you're going to do that, I mean, would you even care about closing the door? I don't know. It's just, it just seems like one of those things, like, automatic reflex. You get out of the car, you don't even think about closing the door. Oh, you well, just... if it's my kid's choice, the, those <laughs> fucking doors will be wide open. They don't know how to close the door. My kids, too. But how, how many times have you left your car door open? Even when, when super distracted about something. Like a door, no. Back hatch, yes. Is it one that you can push a button though and you just kind of Yeah, and forget. I le- I've left that bitch open all night. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> okay, but this is an older vehicle that you have to manually close, close. Right, right, right. with your whole ass arm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it, unless you're in a hurry to do something. It just, it doesn't make sense. Or you're dragged out of it. Or that. I don't know. There's, there's no witnesses. There's no physical evidence to support either of those theories. They're just gone. And I don't understand. But the Charlie Project did have a picture of Sandy. She's adorable too. Uh, (laughs) And a picture of John around the time that he disappeared. And also a time-lapse photo. So he'd be 31 this year. Oh, he'd be my age. Mm -hmm. If you have any information on Sandra and John's disappearance, you should call the Bismarck Police Department at 701-223-1212. But because I am the way that I am, I had to look into Vern's death. Okay. And I didn't see a whole lot on him. There were a few articles that essentially said the same thing. Just like with Sandra and John's disappearance. One of them explained that Vern, Vern was his, his uh, nickname, by the way. His actual name was Laverne, which 
was spelled L-U-V-E-R-N. I thought that was interesting. But anyway, one of them said he was found in a field east of Tuttle on October 3rd, 2005. And how far away is Tuttle? About 60 miles. Okay. From Bismarck, where he lived at the time, to Tuttle. In this article, it said he was struck by a car, which was also found at the scene. It was his own car? That's that's what the, the Charlie Project said, but it didn't specify in the news articles that I, that I saw. He also said that he had head in, that uh, Vern had head injuries along with that. In another article, it explains that Vern was found by a rancher checking on his cows. Initially, the rancher saw the car that was, like, in the fence. <laughs> yeah. Like, it hadn't run into the fence. And when he kind of scanned around to see what was going on with it, he saw Vern in a, in the gravel road. Then he called law enforcement, and they, they did all they could. He was about 75 feet behind the car. And it was said that he died of blows to the head and the chest the night before he was found. And there were no clues at all, no physical evidence, to point to who did it or why. And yeah, did he have enemies or anything? Not that I could see, but, I mean, I only found, like, four articles that even talked about it. But nobody even reported seeing Vern in Kidder County before his death. Which, again, seems odd to me, too. Yeah. So then I found his obituary, which, so, it, it you know, it does the normal, he was born, like, the day he was born, his parents' information, where he grew up. Uh, but it says that he graduated from Bismarck High and entered into the U.S. Army. And he spent 14 months in Germany. And then when he returned, he married Sandy. Uh, then he graduated from the School of Taxidermy in Minneapolis. And it said that Vern loved to hunt and fish and was a northern pike in the Fishing Hall of Fame in Wisconsin. And he was a member of the local 563. But you know how they list like all the surviving members of the family and things like that? Mm -hmm. I thought it was super sweet that... They listed Sandra's parents as special mother-in-law and father-in-law. Aw. Yeah. That was super cute. That's what I found on him. A whole lot of nothing, but... Right. There's not a whole lot of anything on either one of these these cases. But I'll post all of the links and everything that I found any of their information on. That seems weird. And I hate that, you know, nothing... There's no evidence. At all. On either case... How did, how is there no evidence? What did Alan do for a living? It didn't specify. I wonder if he's a cop. I feel like if he was, then it would say that his alibi was verified. True. I wonder if he was like a... <laughs> You're going to offend a whole lot of people out there with this statement. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but I mean, like... Or I wonder if he's, like, OCD or some shit. I don't know. If I ever find any, any more information about him, then I will uh, definitely share that. I love how these kind of cases, I always think that I know who the fuck did it. Uh-huh. I, know, I don't know shit about shit about shit. <laughs> so, y'all don't listen to anything I fucking say. But, you know, it's weird. <laughs> well, it seems that there, there are two very big possibilities. And I know it's 90s, too. This yeah. happened in the 90s. I don't know. I feel like I say that a lot. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So today is mystery. I had a little bit of mayhem. <laughs> yeah. Just just a touch of it. Uh, a touch of murder, too. 
Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. All right. So, now that I have thoroughly confused everyone. I'm definitely <laughs> confused. Oh. <laughs> do you got something for our dumbassery ending? I do. We're going to play a game. I don't know. <laughs> you probably have I'm heard. Scared. No, it's not scary. You've probably heard this game before because it's on the radio. Okay. But it's called Florida Man. Uh-huh. So I'm going to tell you some headlines, and you have to guess which one is from Florida. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're, I think we're going to have three rounds. Let me make sure I got all of them. I follow that one chick on TikTok that does the Florida Man Friday. Can't make this shit up. Yeah, this is probably it. <laughs> I always listen to on it on the radio. On day, on whatever day. Yeah, I'm not going to go in, like, big depth into depth with it or okay. anything like that. I'm just going to read you headlines. you got to pick what's what. Okay. <laughs> so, hold on. I know we've got one round, two rounds. Okay. I've got enough for two rounds right now. Okay. Man suspected of using private plane to draw giant radar penis. Hmm. That's your first one. That's my first one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I don't know. Okay, well, let me give you the other two, and then you can decide which one's Florida Man. Man breaks into multiple women's homes to tell them he respects them on (laughs) celebration of International Women's Day. (laughs) He is smiling from ear to ear, too, in his mugshot. You just told me. I said ma'am. You said mugshot. Yeah. Oh, so these are actual headlines for... For different states. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. These are headlines from different okay. states. And you have to choose which one is it's from, from Florida. Florida. Okay. okay. Sorry. I figured you knew. No. I don't ever listen to the radio. Oh, okay. My bad. Or I listen to podcasts. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Anyways. I don't get enough of that shit. Different states. You have to pick which one's okay. Florida. So the first one was penis giant plane. penis. Yeah. Penis <laughs> plane. Second one is. I respect you. Yes. Third one. Man accused of trafficking thousands of turtles. Oh, shit. That's a good one, too. Which one is that? I'm going to have to go with the second one. Breaking into people's houses just to say that he respects them. Oh, you think that's Florida? Yeah. It's just enough chaos. (laughs) No, not Florida. That one's Missouri. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Missouri man breaks into multiple women's homes to tell them he respects them. Okay, so... I just assumed that it was just enough chaos that it would be... So is it turtles or penis plane? I don't know, penis plane. <laughs> That's it. Florida man suspected of using private plane to draw a giant radar penis. Is that against the law? Mm-hmm. You don't see it, though? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's so funny. And then here's his mugshot. He is so happy. Oh, he was proud of himself. He respects us. <laughs> and then Pennsylvania man accused of trafficking thousands of turtles. Uh, well, I was thinking that one might be Tennessee since, you know, having Yo, a turtle is illegal. illegal. Yeah. Nice one. <laughs> I failed. <laughs> you suck. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> Farmer angry over pot arrest is accused of crushing cop cars with a tractor. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I don't care who you are. That's pure chaos. No, not that one. That just give it away. I can't do that one. Um, <laughs> I mean, a hundred percent. Man arrested for exercising naked at Planet Fitness. 
man tries to rob GameStop while wearing transparent bag on his head. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm going to go with the second one, though. Massachusetts man arrested for exercising <laughs> naked at Planet Fitness. Oh, for sure that would be it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the penis. <laughs> Not everything in Florida is about penises. Sam. No, there's alligators and drugs, too. Oh, yeah, that's the one that I almost said. I was like, no, nah, that'll give it away. <laughs> he threw a, he threw a alligator into the Wendy's uh, drive through What did? <laughs> he threw a fucking could you imagine an alligator just coming through? Oh, I'd be furious. So we had either Farmer angry over a pot arrest or tries to rob GameStop while wearing a transparent bag on his head. Well, it's obviously that one. Which one? The, the transparent bag. The transparent bag? Uh-huh. That's it. <laughs> Florida man tries to rob GameStop while wearing transparent bag on his head. It was Vermont farmer, angry over pot arrest, is accused of crushing cop cars with tractor. I need, does, is there a picture of this man with a transparent bag over his head? Yes. Please show me. I need to see. Oh, shit, it really is. Yeah, you can see his face. <laughs> it, it's like a, a bag that you put a fish in. <laughs> That's yeah. what it looks like from this far away. That's, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I'll just give you um, two more because I thought these were funny. Okay. Maine man jailed for paddling to Canada on air mattress from Walmart. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. He was paddling to Canada on an air mattress. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty funny. And huh. then another Florida man gets tired of waiting at hospital, steals ambulance, drives home. Makes sense. He was done. No, that's good, though. So you got zero out of zero. Good job. Yeah. I got it on the second. Zero out of two. I got it on the second guess. Second guess, yeah. 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 But yeah. Not that counts, but. (laughs) (laughs) But he crushed a cop car with his tractor. He was so pissed off. That is so funny. It is. Then threw an alligator in a fucking Wendy's drive-thru. Yeah, no. That's a terrible choice. Yeah, that could kill. That is that not attempted murder? That alligator could definitely kill somebody. I wonder how big the alligator was. It couldn't have been too big it because he have threw been it. Aggravated assault. <laughs> attempted. Well, it's ass patty cakes. If you throw an alligator at somebody, hey, they have alligators where they are too. If you throw an alligator at somebody intentionally to harm them, but does it make them? a difference if? You don't know the person. You're just like, you know what would be fun? Let's go to this Wendy's and throw this bitch in there and see what happens. So it's not really to an end. But you know that that is a murderous thing. Okay, but like, they can't show intent of harm if it's not toward a specific person, right? You're harming a multiple persons. Potentially. You're endangering multiple persons. Potentially. That's like... Throwing a bomb somewhere. I'm just maybe it'll go like, off. Maybe the, it won't go off. What would the charge be? Because that's what I'm saying. We gotta ask Patty Cakes again. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Nobody knows who we're talking about. No, but he does. <laughs> it's good to get back at us at some point. Shout out to Patty Cakes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, 
that was the little little game that we had. Yeah. If you would like to contact us, you can do so by finding us on the social media platforms at Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter. Twitter. You can also email us at m3truecrimepod at gmail.com. Find all of that information on our link tree, which is listed down below. It has all of the things. All of the things. It There's has Patreon. Patreon! Our website. Yes. Our affiliates. Uh-huh. Where you can listen the to fuck our we are. Yeah, where the fuck we are. <laughs> where the fuck you is. <laughs> <laughs> and case j- suggestions. Yeah! need some of those. We do. Yeah. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Paige still wants those splooge stories, so send those to us. Mm-hmm. Um, Yummy. Ew. <laughs> that was gross. Also, please don't forget to rate us, like us, tell your friends about us. Mm-hmm. Share us with your friends. Or your enemies. Or your enemies. Okay, listen though, if you would like us to shout out uh, somebody that you don't like, or somebody that you, whatever, it's, it's whatever, um, we could just add a fuck you at the end of these episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or we can tell them happy birthday for you. Or that, yeah. yeah. I'm not a great singer, but I'll sing to them. We can make it work. I, I'm pretty sure we can auto tune on this, uh, on Audacity. Hell yeah! <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, we can do all, all sorts of random shit. If you have any suggestions, our way. There's something else I was gonna say too, but I don't remember what. I'm just glad to be on vacation. Oh yeah, we still haven't gotten any stories from where we said last week we would give away stickers. Oh yeah, stickers for stories. Yeah. You want a sticker? Give us a story. story. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. Um, okay. Bye! Bye.